Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Nothing but the whole truth. Uh, today I have uh, I have Coach Gray on the line with me, and uh, and, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about what we've been doing, what we've been working on for some years now. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Coach, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm right here. All right, good I'm gonna open up the show with some prayer. And uh, and then I'm going to give a, a short narrative as to where we are and what we're facing. Father God, we come before you right now in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father God, there is no other name under the heaven given among men whereby we must be saved, and that is in the name of Yahshua, your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father God, we come right now on this radio wave. We come right now sending out this word. We're praying that everyone that listens to this word, their life will be transformed. They will come in, join us, help us, and help us to build the kingdom of God right here on earth. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. And Father God, we ask you to send it forth in the name of your Son, Yeshua, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And thank Amen. God. Hey, hey, okay, okay. People, what we got to realize is that if, if you remember Flint, Michigan, the condition of the water, if you remember if you remember right now, right here, right now in Georgia, that they passed legislation to put fluoride, which is rat poison, in our water for our drinking, they 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 made it seem like it was so good for us to put fluoride in the water, like it would help our teeth. It, no, fluoride is rat poison. The food that we're eating, that we're buying from the supermarkets right now, has been massively GMO produced. The food that they that you know they they met some forty some years ago, and they decided that in order to control the world's population, in order to control the world's economy, that they have to control the world's population. And, and, and what they decided to do was to use the food and the water to kill us, okay? And that's the scenario that we're living in now. We're eating GMO products right now. We're eating food. We're eating grapes that don't even have any seeds in them. We're eating oranges that have very few seeds in them, that have nothing in them. We're, we're, we're buying apples that are seedless. Man, look at here. They are using, how could that be? How can that be when, when, when God created every fruit and every vegetable 
producing seed after his own kind. They have altered the world of God. They have altered the creation of God. And, and, and so now what I want you to know that what we're talking to you about is probably one of the most important things. This is probably one of the most important broadcasts you're going to hear in your lifetime. All right, Coach, come on in here and tell them where we're at and what we're doing and introduce yourself. Okay. Um, Coach Gray, Coach Kenny Gray, um, I've spent most of my time in coaching, um, but in the school system, high school school system. And I've had an opportunity to watch the school system uh, as a close, up close and personal as a football coach. And what I was trying to do is figure out this student athlete uh, twist. Why is it that kids' grades are high when they're playing and low when they're not playing? So I try to create something to say, well, maybe we need to get them to do something when they're not playing. Just create another uh, activity for them. Or tell them to play another sport because clearly playing another sport, just your grade point average went from a 1.5 to a 3.3. That means something was engaging these kids or an interest was engaging these kids. Um, just sitting back thinking, what can I do to create something possible, positive? But I never thought about food until one day I said, well, hey, you know, there's a lot of kids out there. Maybe – you know, they, they, they can grow their own foods to help the kids that are homeless in the school system. Found out that the homeless school system rate is 1.3 million world, uh, countrywide, but that's reported, but not the ones that are not reporting, which are going hungry, which are, which are, are trying to, uh, under the mandate of going to school, say you have to make the grade, you have to go to school up to, up to an age of quitting age. Now they're changing the mandated age to 18. So how are you going to quit when you can't, you know, unless you're 18 now? So all those things was going through my head, but you didn't hear me say anything about football. You didn't hear me say anything about basketball. You didn't hear me say anything about a sport itself. I started getting into the life realm of these young athletes. And what we're talking about right now is the life realm of all of us. And we're talking about food and water. And what you just said about how they're generating these is food with no seeds or whatever the case. If you take the food away from us, we're going to die, or water away from us, we're going to die. Or if you poison the food, you're going to die. So that, that's pretty much the same thing, right, Reverend Gaines? If you don't have it, Amen. you're going to die. If you poison it, you're going to die. If it's not made for the body properly, it's going to create diabetes, high, high, hypertension, certain things just through the way you eat, sedentary lifestyle. We have kids today that are age six to seven on high cholesterol, high cholesterol drugs because they are not moving. We never had the word back in the 60s and 70s of obesity. That was not a word that was used around us readily. That word was prevalent really in the 90s to now, obesity, because we used to play. So what we're doing, when I met you, met Reverend Gantt, I told you about this initiative that I have with Agriculture Science, and it's called the OWAA. And with that Agriculture Science Initiative, we're trying to get back into schools to try to have our kids grow food for themselves at their school level or, or, or at the school outside on the ground. But we've accomplished that. We have our first school in Charlotte, North Carolina, 
which we did a groundbreaking ceremony uh, October of 2018. Now the curriculum is being written for that school. We will deliver a pilot class to them by June 1 this year, this summer. They will have their first summer pilot class at at Crewwood, Crewwood STEM, STEM Academy in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, why is that? It goes back to what your point was. We got to start feeding these kids the proper, and we all have to, not just the kids, but the community has to start eating food where God intended the food to be, not man, God. And if you take God out of anything, it's not going to work anyway. And so um, we got to get back to where our existence is. Food and water is our lifeline. I think there's one more element behind that, and that's air. If you're not breathing and you can't eat properly and you don't have the proper uh, hydration, it's just a matter of time. We will expire. We will expire. So we have now worked on putting school, putting food gardens back into school systems. There's 300,000 schools in America. And every school that would grow a garden outside their school, we would need to countries like China to deliver food over to us. You would need those tariffs. So what happens if those countries get upset and say, we're not going to ship our food over here to us? We're up, we're up the creek. But if we get back to the basics of what God has intended of getting out there, this true labor of growing your own foods, know what foods grow year-round, what's seasonal, and just consistently do that, I think you'll see something remarkable. But then there's another twist to it, and I didn't pay attention to it until we watched um, the folks on Capitol Hill try to kill this affordable health care with Barack Obama. If you go back and take a look and really look at it, he didn't put money into health care. He put money into wellness care. That's when Michelle Obama started growing a garden on the White House lawn. Remember that? Remember that? Right? And you also remember she went into the school system in D.C. and created a lot of the healthy food initiatives in the school, which is good. Yes, and, and, and it was a great it was a it was a great transition. It was a it was a great action. Right. And then the administration that's coming now has killed the funding for it. So what? Who cares? If you get these kids to go out and go their own food, you wouldn't need the funding for it. That these kids get out here and get a part of their curriculum of education and you wouldn't need to go do that initiative. But what she did was she spearheaded a a need. She showed the world and the country a need, and that's healthy eating. And that's what we're talking about. That's exactly what we're talking about. Are you there, Coach? Yeah, I'm still here. Yep. Yeah, I was kicking it. Yeah, I was just kicking it back to you. <laughs> so I don't want. I don't want to do all all the talking today. You know. Um, yep. Well, well, you know, actually, some seven years ago, you know, I came out of, you know, I, I came out of the, I came out of the military, and I, I, uh, I came out of, uh, out of Kansas, which was my last duty station. I spent seven years up there after I got out of the military, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and I. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. This just got some background noise. It's wrong. Okay, and I, uh, 
and I and I and I read the SOP for, and I was telling people about the SOP I ran for counter drug op- operation. I read that SOP, and I saw the diabolical plan that they had uh, for fighting the drug war for this whole whole scenario of counter drug operation for the United States of America. And one of the parts of that SOP was was talking about was talking about you know controlling the world's economy. And one of the key factors for them to control the world economy, they said they said they they said they had to do exactly this. They had to control they had to control the airways, meaning that all of the areas of communication, okay, the air, what you said before, the air, we got to have fresh air to live. Then the second thing they said they got to control, they got to control all of the water, okay? And we're talking about, when we say all of the water, they went into great detail talking about the waterways, the ocean, the water, the rivers, the lakes, everything, even the precipitation that falls from the earth. As, as you see, now we have airplanes screaming, uh, screaming with the clouds of, of, of air screams in the air. They're mo- trying to modify the atmosphere of the world to control the sun rays. All of this, when I read this SOP, it went into great detail. The next thing was the food. That they were going to have to control the food in order to control the world's economy, to control the world's population. This thing is deep, uh, and it is real, and it is real. Then they then they went into detail talking about how they're going to use the, the, the how they're going to fight the drug war, and basically they were saying that they're going to fight the drug war not up in Buckhead. They were going to fight the drug war down in Bankhead, that they were going to use our people, the black people, and I know you don't want to stay into no racism or anything like that, and it's not racist at all. But in this SOP, it said that they were going to use our people as the scapegoats for their drug war, that the drug war was going to be fought in the low-income black minority community. And, 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 and Burgrave? Look at here. Everything that was in that SOP, mind you, I was reading this back in, in 2001. Right. Okay. Everything that they, that they mentioned in that SOP has been carried out. Right now, we're eating food that are, that are GFO produced. Right now, we are eating, we are eating foods that have, that, that have no seeds. That that have that had I mean I mean I mean when you eat a tomato it's not like a tomato that we ate when we were growing up. When you eat a watermelon, how can you see a watermelon without no seeds in it? You know how many seeds is inside of one watermelon? Because I mean this 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 generation doesn't know anything about that. and, and what I found out, what I found out that if we, if we, if we bring it, when we bring this back into the schools, what it's going to do, it's going to, it's going to change those thugs and that thug mindset to another mindset. 
when they put those seeds in the ground and they witness the miracle of agriculture, when they witness those fruits coming out the ground, it's going to change and revolutionize their life. When they eat those real healthy foods, that food is going to affect them and change their natural life. And it's going to change them mentally, spiritually, and socially. Go ahead, Coach. Well, you know, when we used to eat seeds or watermelon back in the day, we used to spit the seeds everywhere. And then you would see watermelon seeds all over the ground or plants starting to sprout up. And we knew what that, what that plant was. We knew there was a watermelon seed growing out the ground, right? And it can start a garden anywhere or, or, or more, more watermelon uh, patches wherever you go with seeds. When you're talking about a watermelon with no seeds, well, that watermelon is only as good as you just ate it. There's nothing futuristic to it because it has no seeds to it to carry on that particular growth of uh, of that watermelon. That's just one example, you understand? And and that's a good analogy when you talk about a seedless, a, a seedless, a seedless grape or whatever. All I'm telling you is you are absolutely on point. When these kids see this growth, they're going to know that them. That's where we come from. We come from God's green earth. And the food that he said, I have provided for you on this earth, you need nothing other than to live. That's what we got to get back to. God's already provided for us. And um, so it'd be a pleasure to watch this uh, this initiative uh, flourish throughout the school system with your partnership and everyone else that's on board. And I'm, ex- I'm totally excited. Don't forget. Oh, I think we uh, I think we've been cut off. Don't forget. <laughs> 